Hello and welcome to Soundcheck by Support Act. My name is Luke O'Connor and I'm the Industry Relations Manager for Support Act. And today I'm joined by Debbie O'Keefe, uh, who's an associate from Access EAP. She's a mental health clinician. And thanks for joining us, Debbie. Oh, thanks for having me. It's um, awesome to be here, actually. Fantastic. Thank you. I feel like everyone's getting more comfortable in the virtual world at the moment. We're all becoming Zoom experts. How do you feel about it? Uh, I think that's one of the, the, the great things about everything that's going on at the moment, to be honest with you, is that we're all forced to get out of our comfort zone. And, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It creates some challenges, definitely. But, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun as well. So I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more about this tech space. Yeah, I feel like it's a great leveler too, because it means that our production values uh, on Soundcheck are just as good as what the drum are doing or what 730 reporters are doing. We're all in the same boat. We're all at the same level. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everyone's doing the best they can with what they've got available, you know, and um, it, even uh, I know some of the, the local radio stations are even broadcasting their major stars from their house these days and, you know, over their phone. I just think it's hilarious. But, um, yeah. you know, we're all just getting through, aren't we? And that's okay. Making do. Uh, it's, uh, it's so important that you join us today. You know, these sound check sessions that we're doing at lunchtime are really like a work in progress. But at Support Act, we thought it was so, so important that we should get out there and deliver some messages to people about how to manage their mental health through this time. You know, we're processing uh, through all of the inquiries we've had for um, financial crisis relief support. And also our helpline has had a, a number of phone calls responding to people who are, are doing it tough. And just to give you an update, the Support Act Wellbeing Helpline can be contacted at 1-800-959-500. It is a 24 seven uh, service for people who work within the music industry. So that means if you're an artist, if you're a professional uh, who works in the, the management touring side of things, or if you're a crew professional or a roadie, you can contact that service. So. Anyway, Debbie, what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, today I'd really love to talk about building resilience and you know, coping strategies in what is, you know, hopefully an unprecedented event, you know, once in a lifetime scenario that we're all living through at the moment. Um, there's lots of different things going on out there, lots of crazy stuff that we're hearing about in the media. Some people are attempting to, to cope by taking control of some very unusual things. You know, how's your supply of toilet paper and vodka going at the moment, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> well, my toilet paper supply was something of a joke before all of this happened because my wife subscribed us to Who Gives a Crap and I used to say, like, we're never, <laughs> ever, ever going to run out of toilet paper. We literally have a wall of coloured toilet paper in our... But now, joke's on me. It's slowly dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing. People people get aggress aggressive and, and get upset and say, oh... Look at all these people who are panic buying, they're being selfish. But the truth is, um, you know, that most of them are actually just trying to gain some control in something, in a situation where they feel like they have very little. And, you know, when we understand where it comes from, we can understand that they're coming from a good space. They're just trying to look after their family as well. Um, it obviously does create some difficulties and some challenges for, for others. Um, but thankfully, over the last week, we have seen a whole host of, of resources um, and changes to the way people do business um, that's rolling out across communities that will hopefully make things a little bit calmer and a little bit easier for people as well in the coming weeks and months. Yeah, absolutely. So resilience, Debbie, what, what is resilience and why is it important now? And lastly, why is it such a, a cornerstone of kind of mental health 
uh, well-being practice these days? That's a really great question. The truth is, you know, resilience is not the absence of stress or the absence of challenges. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from challenges. And the beautiful thing is that for everyone watching today, you all have a 100% success rate of surviving every hideous and horrible thing that's happened to you to date so far. Yeah? yeah? We're all here for a reason. We all have a level of resilience within us. But we can build on that. It is a learnt skill. It is something that we can improve, um, you know, through being active in our own life and taking control of the small things that are within reach and looking after ourselves. There's a real connection between, you know, mind, body and, um, and emotional well-being. And I think we quite often push those connections aside until times like this where we go, oh, hang on a second, you know, this feels uncomfortable. What am I doing? What can I do to help myself right now? make yeah. myself a bit more comfortable in this situation. Okay, so some of these uh, concepts sometimes can feel a bit abstract to people. So, you know, we, we're dealing with an age group of all the way from, you know, young people who, you know, are learning to cope with something as big as this for the first time, all the way up to, you know, people who are at their retirement age plus. Um, so what are some practical things that they can that they can apply to their life around resilience that makes it less of an abstract uh, concept? Well, first thing is, you know, stress, um, external and internal stress, it, it doesn't discriminate. So it doesn't matter what age you're at, but it's the basic things that become the building blocks to building resilience. So firstly, you know, things that we take for granted every day, having a look at our diet, you know, making sure that we're eating well and staying hydrated and making some healthy choices for ourselves. When we're emotionally stressed, it's when we tend to let go of the day-to-day self-care strategies. But if we're not physically well, if we're struggling to maintain our physical health, then our emotional resilience is naturally going to be down as well. And that makes it harder to, you know, balance our, our responses to how we feel about everything else that's going on around us. So really basic things, you know, try and eat well, try and get some balance back in your life instead of, you know, having fast food or takeaway a couple of times a day because, you know, let's face it, it's an obvious excuse to get out of the house at the moment as well to go through the drive-thru. Um, you know... And the social interaction with somebody at the drive-thru window. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, and it is happening everywhere for that exact reason. But, you know, trying to cook healthy meals at home, um, and, you know, even creating a bit of a, a situation where you can create something that's healthy um, that you might be able to swap or share with, with a friend, you know, and doing no contact delivery, if you like, so that you've got some variety as well in the meals that you're stocking up in your freezer. Um, so that's always a good place to start. Basic things like exercise. You know, exercise is still really important. And the great news is, you know, you don't have to be a gym junkie. I mean, I, I realise gyms are closed at the moment anyway but you don't have to be somebody who loves to get out there and do three hours worth of hardcore exercise every day. You're not going to turn your back into like a jail yard bench press kind of setup or anything like that. I mean, you could. <laughs> you could, you could. You could create your own little obstacle course in the backyard if that's your thing, yeah. but it could be as easy as just going for a thing. Actually, it is my thing. I do. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I've got ninja equipment for my little one in my backyard. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> You know, it, it could be just going for a walk um, of an evening or at a time that, that sort of suits you, even if it's just around the block. It's not all or nothing. Quite often we tend to tell ourselves that, you know, for the investment to be worth it, we have to have an hour or two to, to do it. 
That's not true. When it comes to stress management, it's low to moderate level exercise that's actually the best for you. And if you can get outside and do it during the day when there's a bit of sunlight as well, you're also getting vitamin D as well, which is also essential for maintaining our mental health. If exercise isn't your thing, get outside and do gardening. You know, you're moving around, you're still moving your muscles, it's physical movement, you're still getting your vitamin D. Um, you know, and there's nothing more therapeutic than pulling out a few of those weeds, you know, when you're having an off day. So think outside the box a little bit. Um, but remember, it, it isn't all or nothing with that. The other thing that might be challenging for people in the music sector, I know, you know, <laughs> you're used to doing gigs at all hours of the, the day and night. So sleep patterns can be quite often, you know, a little inconsistent. But during this time, it's an opportunity to refocus on that and try and develop some really healthy sleeping habits. You know, um, you might not be going to bed at the same time every night. That's okay. But having a routine that sends that signal to, to your body and your brain that now I'm starting to get ready for bed. You know, so whether that be cleaning your teeth, having a shower, reading a book for, for 20 minutes before you actually start to, to go off to sleep. But having something consistent um, in that behaviour pattern helps to keep that sleep hygiene pattern on track as well. You know, um, again, looking at the really simple building blocks that people can do um, that can be effective. And you know what? One of the beautiful things that's come from this is it's forcing people to stay connected, which is also a really important thing when it comes to managing our own mental health and staying well. You know, now I realise we're socially isolating, but it's forcing people to connect in different ways. So rather than just sending a text message, um, you know, to a mate and then, you know, maybe just texting them randomly over the next week or so, we're actually forced to connect with them. So people are talking more, people are communicating more, whether it be via technology like this over Zoom, um, or whether it actually be by picking up the telephone. We're also seeing people starting to write letters and emails, like real letters and emails, not just, hey, how are you doing? Wanna to go to the pub on Saturday? But real things like, how are you doing? How are you coping at the moment? Mm -hmm. These things are so important. Um, you know, we can still be physically isolated, but socially connected. And that sense of social connection right now is, is really what's going to help us get through this. Yeah, I guess it, it, it is a really beautiful. There are some green shoots in society about how people are interacting with one another. I mean, obviously, it's a sad situation that we're now got this physical distance between us. But you're right. There's, I feel more emotionally connected to a lot of people now than I have in a while. People who are my friends who have perhaps just had the physical divide, you know, but now I actually have a real physical divide and it's making me actually reach out a little bit more. So talking about musicians specifically, like a lot of people, um, well, a lot of people in the music industry have gone from being in these really social workplaces or being out there in front of crowds. And when we talk about resilience, you know, we're talking about an entire industry that's had, was that one of the first hit by these shutdowns uh, due to cancellations. So when we talk about resilience and how a person uh, can process uh, that kind of, you know, that stress impact psychologically. Like I know there's some really practical things there, but what's something that people can say to themselves to try and help get through, help process and, and steal themselves for the coming time? Because we, we really don't know how long this is going to go on. For. No, we don't. We don't. And, and again, you know, it's helpful to remember that we can't control everything in our lives, but we can take control over some things. And we are also human beings. So we are designed to experience positive and negative emotions. You know what, if, if you've just lost your job and your income for potentially 
you know, an unknown period of time, that's devastating. And it's natural to, to grieve that loss and to go through that emotional process. But you don't want to allow yourself to sit there for too long. So it's about remembering that this is, this is temporary. This will not last forever. And this is a specific moment in time. It's a specific situation around a specific virus that we are starting to, um, to see other countries and, and hopefully starting to see some results here in Australia where we're starting to flatten the curve to take control over this virus and how it's impacting on our society. So remembering that there will come an end point to this is really important and remembering that you're not alone. You know, having a support network. And while there are a lot of people in the, the creative sector that are certainly extroverts and, and feed, you know, feed off other people's social energy, there's also a lot of people within the sector as well that are introverts, especially those working behind the scenes. Mm. They're the ones that are actually really quite vulnerable right now because the extroverts will more than likely reach out and they will be the ones going to the Zoom dates. You know, pubs have gone from a physical location now to having a beer online <laughs> with people that you don't even necessarily know. Um, I think that's wonderful. I think it's a creative way to keep that social activity going. But it's the introverts that we need to check in on that they can still have a support network, you know, and it's important to remember that. And the helpline is, is an important part of that. There's a number of helpline helplines that are specifically set up to deal with emotional wellbeing. Support Act helpline, their wellbeing line, um, you know, is set up to specifically accommodate people within this sector. You were not alone. You don't need to, you know, please remember that you don't need to feel that way. And when you are having a moment of this feels overwhelming and I don't know how to get through this, remember that you do have a 100% success rate of getting through to this point. And although you may not have a plan now, you can take some time, collect yourself and start to take control of some of the smaller things and you will get through this. You will get out the other side the same way you've come out of everything else. That's really great advice. And yeah, I just want to reiterate, I mean, Support Act is doing a lot in this space. And obviously with our partnership with the Arts Wellbeing Collective at Arts Centre Melbourne, the helpline is there and is a really necessary and more than ever important resource for people. And it can be reached at 1-800-959-500. It's a completely free resource for people who need to have someone to talk to about, whether it be about uh, mental health stuff, a lot of people call that financial counselling or general wellbeing in their career. Uh, there's lots of mental health practitioners who are uh, very skilled in discussing these matters with people in the music industry, open to artists, crew workers, and people who work more broadly in the industry. On top of that, Support Act is doing a whole bunch of stuff around crisis relief right now. And we're also undertaking our fundraiser. Uh, we have a lot of uh, call for our um, services at the moment. And as a small organisation, it's more important than ever uh, for you to go and check out how you can donate to Support Act and help us uh, continue doing the good work that we're doing. Uh, lastly, I'll flick you to the soundofsilence.com.au, which is an initiative by the entire music industry that uh, Support Act is a part of, where we are um, trying to advocate for musicians uh, to be selling merch. It's about fundraising for Support Act and a whole range of other initiatives that are going to help get the music industry back up on their feet. Now, before we wrap up, Debbie, we're going we're gonna to cover a whole range of issues over the next few weeks uh, relevant to self-care in the home, which is going to be some fun stuff like yoga and meditation and stuff that you can do in your spare bedroom. But we're also going to focus on, um, you know, 
some of the bigger ticket items, how to manage depression, how to manage anxiety as we get further and further into the self-isolation period. But just before we go, on, on the topic of resilience, I thought it'd be good for you to just give a couple little things for people to take away with them today so they can kind of center themselves, get themselves ready for the challenges to come before our next, our next little session. So I'll throw it over to you and then I think we'll wrap it up for today for today's sound check. Awesome, thank you. Um, so just some quick tips and it, you know, look, please start, start small. It's the small building blocks that we do every day that help to big up a, uh, build up a bigger picture of resilience. So look at you know, how you could improve your diet, look at how you can squeeze in some exercise and, and get outside and get some fresh air. Look at how you can maintain your social connections. But um, we have touched a little bit on the focus of control today as well. When you have a thought of this is overwhelming, and ask yourself to, to reflect on that and say, well, how helpful is that to you really? Um, and remember that we can challenge our thought processes. And go, okay, well, hang on a second. Telling myself that this is overwhelming isn't necessarily helpful to me, but can I flip this on its head and go, okay, well, what can I manage um, you know, within this space? So we've seen a whole host of resources rolled out over the last um, week or so. You know, are you talking to Centrelink? Are you talking to your, your I'm not a financial counsellor, but are you talking to your lenders um, about some adjustments that might be required with the loss of income and situation? These are things that you can take control of. Um, you know, there's been some uh, measures that have been spoken about in terms of rental relief as well um, that takes the pressure off. But what I would also encourage you to do is stay connected. Stay connected to your community. Keep talking to each other. Keep checking in on each other. And, you know, develop what I would call a, a sound check buddy, a system where, you know, once or twice a day, you check in on each other, whether it be via social media or text message, just a roll call. Hey, I'm here and I'm okay. Or even just, um, you know, using different emoticons or color messages to signal how you're feeling um, so that people can actually express in a way I need help without actually having to say the words if that makes them really uncomfortable. So for example, you might choose a purple emoticon to say, I really need help right now. Can someone contact me? You know, developing your own support systems and, and check-in systems within your own community is also really important. And of course, you know, Support Act, don't be afraid to reach out to their wellbeing line. It's there for a reason. It's not weak to, um, to access help. We all need it. And it's about remembering that we're all doing the best we can right now with the resources we've got available. We're all in this together. Thanks so much for joining us today, Debbie. That's Debbie O'Keefe from Access EAP, who are the, uh, the group that help us run our wellbeing helpline, uh, a mental health clinician. And once again, thanks so much for joining us, everybody on Facebook. Go to supportact.org.au to make a donation now to find out more information about our crisis relief and mental health services. And we'll see you later this week for more of Soundcheck. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you. Bye.